Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behavior, sleep, and more. How are you coping with lockdown? Are you finding it easy to stay in touch with friends? Have you got everything you need? What happens if you're a single parent or have a child whose immune system is compromised? Lisa Hollinshead found herself stranded in Spain in lockdown with four generations of her own family, including her three-year-old son and her 89-year-old grandma. It made her think about people who are in lockdown who don't have the support of their family. So she created an app. It's called One Another, and she's on the phone to talk about it. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm very well. How are you today? Good. Now, how are you finding social isolation now you're back home? (laughs) It's definitely been an experience, but listen, I know that so many people are going through the same thing. It it was especially hard for me um, being a single mum and having to stay in the house for two weeks after returning from Europe. So I'm very fortunate that I've got lots of friends um, and Albie's dad around to, to help me. That definitely made it a lot easier. So um, I have to ask before we go any further, how's your grandma doing? She's really good. She's really, really good. Yeah, she's such a fighter and trooper anyway. She's got so much personality and, you know, she moved to Spain seven years ago after my granddad passed away and it was the absolute best move for her. (laughs) The sunshine and the ocean air definitely (laughs) give her a new lease of life and um, she's very much enjoying being in the house, playing Sudoku and doing her Sudoku puzzle, puzzles. Um, so yeah, she, she's really good and really fortunate to have my mum and stepdad there to, to look after her as well. So um, you came up with this idea, which we will talk about in a minute, round about three weeks ago now, and you were in Spain with your grandma. Were you at her place when you um, had to go into lockdown? No, so I was actually visiting my mum's place and my mum's lived in Spain now for 10 years. And my, as I mentioned, my grandma moved over around about seven years ago now when my granddad passed away. They lived in the UK near Manchester. So yeah, I went to go and visit my mum and it was my granny's, is my granny's 89th birthday this year. So it was a great opportunity to go and, and spend some quality time with them. And what was it like being there when it all hit and all the news is going crazy and I mean you were with family so I guess that's a plus but was it frightening being there and away from your home base I guess? Yeah definitely it all kind of happened so quickly so I actually won a pair of return flights to Berlin um, and that's how I came to be in Europe. And I decided to sandwich a trip to Spain in the middle of that trip. And when I left Australia, I guess the the coronavirus pandemic was definitely bubbling below the surface. But at the time, you know, all travel advice was to stick to your plans. There was no advice to not travel. And, And if anybody decided, you know, to not take part in the trip that they had planned, it would be at their own expense. 
So I weighed up the pros and cons and decided that it was important for Albie and I to go and spend that time with my family and that if I didn't go, spend that time with my grandma, that I would have regretted it. Obviously not knowing what was going to unfold <laughs> when, I, when I got to Europe. So yeah, when I landed in Spain, we luckily had two lovely days of glorious sunshine and we went to the local plaza and ate some wonderful food and caught up with friends and Albie had a lovely time. But um, yeah, on the third day when we got news that all the bars and restaurants would be closing and that there was going to be an official lockdown and that you wouldn't be able to leave your house unless going for essentials or medical supplies or for an emergency. Yeah, it was it was really, really scary. And being so far away from Albie's dad as well and my home, it was definitely daunting, um, even more so when our return flights were cancelled, both the one from Spain to Berlin and then also from Berlin to Sydney. Wow. Very scary. (laughs) So um, you had, was it two weeks or it was three weeks before you could come home or how long did you have to stay before you could come back to Australia? We were actually really lucky. So at the time it felt like forever, but we actually only ended up having to stay. We arrived back in Sydney only one day later than previously planned. Right. Um, So yeah, we were able to get a flight from Valencia to Manchester and then, yeah, flew back to Sydney via Doha with Qatar. So all in all, it wasn't too much of um, a change in plans, but when we were in it, it felt like an eternity because we didn't have an escape route and things were getting progressively worse on the pandemic front. So at what point in all of that chaos and looking after a three-year-old, does one go, actually... I think I'm going to invent an app to help people with this. Is that your background? Do you have a background in apps? No, but I um, I don't like to say this phrase because I think it sounds like very self-important. But let's just say I've, I've got experience in having ideas and then attempting to launch them. <laughs> so, you know, as one would, one may say, I'm, I'm entrepreneurial. Yes. <laughs> in the sense that I, um, I believe, you know, that if you want to do something enough, there's a way and you figure that out along the way. And if it, if it doesn't work out, then you still learn so much from that experience as well. So, yeah, I, I, I had a number of startups previously. Although tech is not my background, I come from a background in public relations. I've worked in PR for 15 years which has a lot of transferable skills to that of founder. You know, it's about networks, being able to organize your time, ultimately selling in a concept and getting people to buy into that and either collaborate or help, you know, tell your story on your behalf. But yeah, when I was confronted with this very, you know, confronting reality, shall we say, in Europe when I was stranded, didn't know how I was going to get home and realized how fortunate my grandma is to have that support around her it just made me think of all those people that don't in this particular scenario and and also beyond that of COVID-19 as well you know that there's a lot of people that are either not able to ask for help or don't feel comfortable in doing so and there's also so many people that want to help others as well but perhaps don't know the way in which to do that. Well, we should take a step back and actually talk about what this app allows people to do. So it's called One Another, two separate words. Yes. Um, And you had the idea because you could see how lucky your grandmother was. And then, of course, you had your own period in lockdown where I imagine all the ideas were germinating over those two (laughs) weeks. But what was it you wanted to create? What was the initial idea before you started planning the app itself? Yeah, it was to 
create a platform where people can help one another. Basically, that was my idea. I noticed there was a, a number of Facebook groups popping up, you know, where people would set up a Facebook group for a different suburb, you know, and people could offer help. And that those cards had just started as well, you know, the viral kindness cards that people were posting through people's doors to say, you know, I live at number five if you need help. And I just thought there was a way to digitalize a service where people can help one another to make it safer first and foremost, so that people can offer help and receive help on a secure platform. And yeah, I guess to just enable kindness within communities in a digital way. And so, of course, then you start to develop this app with your own network of people. You were mentioning there that it was it was inspired by your um, grandmother and thinking about, I guess, the elderly who might be needing help and support right now. But it strikes me as a single parent, particularly when you yourself were in lockdown, that single parents um, could really use an app like this right now? Yeah, definitely. And I guess a big part of validation of this platform, you know, we've spoken to a lot of people that we would like to help via the platform. And a big percentage of that are families and also single parents as well, whether it's families that are struggling financially, because obviously a lot of people have lost work and they aren't able to get those essentials that they ordinarily would have been able to pre-COVID-19. But also, yeah, myself as a single parent, I was facing the, the reality of coming back to Sydney, knowing that every single international traveller or uh, entrance to the country had to isolate for two weeks, you know, and there really wasn't any wiggle room with regards to that. So, of course, I started to get concerned thinking, you know, what if my friends aren't available to help me? What if they're isolating as well? So, yeah, the app provides a solution and enables people to help people like single mums, you know, picking up the groceries or even just checking in with a phone call, you know, being it sometimes people suffer from loneliness, you know, loneliness is in epidemic across Australia at the moment so we also work with people that live in lone households you know that are in isolation and and not having contact with people day to day. So how does it actually work on the app? So let's just take an example that most people can relate to uh, toilet paper. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Let's say um, you're a single mum and you're in lockdown with your child maybe your child's got a compromised immune system and you've run out of toilet paper. How would you use this app to help in that situation? So we've tried to keep the functionality of the app really simple, so it's really easy to use, coming from someone like myself who is not tech savvy really at all. (laughs) Um, So you basically um, would log onto the platform, and there's two options. One is I need help, and one is I want to help. Um, So in this instance, you would click on I need help, um, and then you would register to the site, and then it asks, in which way you need help. So it gives a number of options. So it's either essentials, groceries, walking a pet, picking up medical supplies and the like. So the person would select either essentials or groceries. You then put in your postcode. You put a time frame in which the urgency is required. So people know if you need it within the hour or, you know, (laughs) there's a little bit more time. And then you get a chance to review your ask for help. And then you then post it to the platform 
and then people that are within a radius that you choose, so say, for example, within the same postcode, can then discover your ad that has said that they're willing to help people in that, in that way. And then you are matched on the app and then you can add a message within the app if you don't feel comfortable providing contact details or you can exchange details to coordinate picking up of the toilet paper. And it's up to the user whether they want to provide money upon receipt as a toilet paper or whether that's done via EFT within the app as well. Well, it sounds fabulous. How, how has it been working so far? Yeah, it's, it's, to be honest with you, it's been so humbling to see the amount of people that have registered to the platform already, considering how quickly the team and I have, have, have been able to turn this platform around. You know, we've had 50 volunteers from all over the world to help make this platform a reality. So from UX designers to back-end, front-end developers, UX writers, user researchers, marketers, you know, to bring it to life. And then now to see people clicking on and offering help and also saying that they need help as well because that takes a lot of people to say I'm struggling can somebody help me out so yeah we're really pleased to see you know that the, the matching of the postcodes and the offers for help are working really well and uh, we can't wait to tell success stories of people that have used the app and, and you know had a great experience and that those all important community connections have been created and that they're authentic as well. Oh, it's fabulous. Well, um, we'll put links in the notes of this episode for how people can get involved with that. Lisa, thank you so much for your time today. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for letting me tell the One Another story. That's Lisa Hollinshead, founder of One Another, a new app supporting isolated people during and probably post the coronavirus pandemic. And there'll be links in the notes of this episode for where you can find the app. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.